Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, March 10th. This week's theme, Experiencing Hope in Baptism. Today's scripture reading, Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 39, from the Message Translation, which reads, Later God's angel spoke to Philip. At noon today, I want you to walk over to that desolate road that goes from Jerusalem down to Gaza. He got up and he went. He met an Ethiopian eunuch coming down the road. The eunuch had been on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and was returning to Ethiopia, where he was a minister in charge of all the finances of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. He was riding in a chariot and reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit told Philip, climb into the chariot. Running up alongside, Philip heard the eunuch reading Isaiah and asked, Do you understand what you're reading? He answered, How can I without some help? And invited Philip into the chariot with him. The passage he was reading was this, As a sheep led to the slaughter, and quiet as a lamb being sheared, he was silent, saying nothing. He was mocked and put down, never got a fair trial. But who can now... But who now can count his kin, since he's been taken from the earth? The eunuch said, Tell me, who is the prophet talking about, himself or some other? Philip grabbed his chance. Using this passage as his text, he preached Jesus to him. As they continued down the road, they came to a stream of water. The eunuch said, Here's water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down to the water, and Philip baptized him on the spot. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip off. And that was the last the eunuch saw of him. But he didn't mind. He had what he'd come for, and went on down the road as happy as he could be. Two rather dramatic stories of baptism, today and tomorrow, the Ethiopian and the Macedonian, a high official and a jailer. I don't know what your story of baptism might be. Mine, I know. I was just told about the first one. One year old and screaming as water was poured on my head in a Presbyterian baptismal service. I wasn't exactly consenting to the whole procedure. I was a bit more present at the next one now 15 and fully consenting during a Sunday night service at the Wee Church of Christ in the heart of the San Fernando Valley. Full immersion this time, though afterwards I was periodically plagued by the thought, was that good enough? Did I, did I mean it? Did I mean it enough for it to count? 22 years later, I was baptized yet again, rather spontaneously as my oldest was being baptized at the vineyard. This one sprang not from insecurity, but from a realization that such a monumental shift had taken place in our lives, in our pursuit of Jesus and of the kingdom of God, that I was compelled to mark it. It just seemed the best way to do it. Still, nothing nearly as dramatic as the desert scene with the Ethiopian, let alone a jarring earthquake as with the jailers we'll see tomorrow. But it was drama enough for me. But then, Baptism's not about drama, either creating it or capturing it. It's about a simple encounter of faith by the one we suddenly realize has found us 
as we press in to take hold of the one who has already taken hold of us, as Paul puts it in Philippians 3. I don't know if I want to say much more about this story of the Ethiopian, except perhaps to note that while he was not only a man of importance and a high office in his homeland, he was still a foreigner, worshipping from afar at the Jerusalem temple. And further, that he was a eunuch, common for high official in a queen's court, which created another personal barrier to intimate worship of the God he had traveled so far to glimpse from a distance. You can read Isaiah 56, 4-8 to get a feel for the dynamic that he faced. Apart from that, no more spoilers. I give you the story again. Hear it and see what you see. Put yourself there, right there in the water with him, right there with Philip as he climbed into the chariot. See the whole glorious scene unfold. Later, God's angel spoke to Philip, At noon today I want you to walk over to that desolate road that goes from Jerusalem down to Gaza. And he got up and he went. He met an Ethiopian eunuch coming down the road. The eunuch had been on pilgrimage to Jerusalem and was returning to Ethiopia, where he was a minister in charge of all the finances of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. He was riding in a chariot and reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit told Philip, climb into the chariot. Running up alongside, Philip heard the eunuch reading Isaiah and asked, do you understand what you're reading? He answered, how can I, without some help, and invited Philip into the chariot with him. The passage he was reading was this, As a sheep led to the slaughter, and quiet as a lamb being sheared, he was silent, saying nothing. He was mocked and put down, never got a fair trial. But who now can count his kin, since he's been taken from the earth? The eunuch said, Tell me, who is the prophet talking about, himself or some other? Philip grabbed his chance, using this text at Using this passage as his text, he preached Jesus to him. As they continued down the road, they came to a stream of water. The eunuch said, Here's water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down to the water, and Philip baptized him on the spot. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip off. And that was the last the eunuch saw of him. But he didn't mind. He had what he'd come for and went on down the road as happy as he could be. What do you find most striking about this story of baptism and faith? What is your own story of baptism? What happened? If you haven't been baptized yet, how might you imagine it would be or will be? What do you hope would happen? breath of heaven, hover over the chaotic waters of my life, and as I emerge from the baptismal waters of this moment, bring forth your new creation in me, a creation of faith, a creation of love, a creation of hope, a hope that though we wait long, will never disappoint. Through your spirit, in, with, and upon us.